Welcome to the Power Compass Podcast. Learn simple, effective principles and tools that will help you create greater vision, purposeful life direction, and achievement mastery. And now, Dr. Joseph Kepo'o. Aloha! This is your host, Dr. Joe Kepo'o with the Power Compass Podcast, and welcome to episode number 31. And today, as I sat down thinking about what is it that I need to say, what needs to be said for either just for myself or is there someone out there that needs, they need to hear something specific, you know, because the main reason why I make this podcast, because I know there are people out there that are suffering. I know there are people out there that feel stuck. They feel like they're in bondage. They feel like that they're not progressing in life. They're not moving forward and they need some encouragement. They need some help. They need some words of advice. They need tools that can help them move forward and help them to be able to get out of that stuck place that they're in. And that's what originally got me to want to start doing this podcast because I realized that I had learned some really cool things in my life that helped me get unstuck and I wanted to share that. And I didn't think it was fair for me to keep it back and uh, to just use it for my own selfish reasons. But, uh, you know, I was given these experiences in my life. I was given these different tools and and thoughts and and information and so forth so that I can share it with other people. And so anytime I sit down and start doing this podcast, the first thing I do is I think of I think of there's someone out there. I know there's someone out there that needs to hear something specific. And so I I sat down today to get this podcast all ready and I was thinking about what is it that I need to say, what what is it that someone needs to hear out there today? And the thing that kept coming to my mind was that I needed to relate my story, relate my message, relate my my experience of what even got me into doing some of these type of things like mentoring and uh, working with with other people and and helping them with with their different issues and so forth. And you you if you've followed my podcast long enough, you may have heard this story maybe even a couple times. If you are working with me currently, or if you've gone through any of my training modules or training classes online, then you've probably heard this story before. So I apologize to all of those now who have heard this story before and uh, you're going to hear it again. And, and maybe there's a reason why you need to hear it again. Maybe there's another reason why I need to hear myself say it again. Um, but I know there's someone out there that probably hasn't heard this story and I'm, I'm hoping that it can be an encouragement for them. And so the the reason why I actually title this particular podcast called The Power of Desperation is that desperation really can be a powerful force in your life when when you allow it to change you and and push you forward. So let me let me just start off with 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 part of my story. So when I I'm a, I'm a chiropractor if you don't know that. And I went to chiropractic college up in Oregon. And and while we were up in Oregon, and, and guess I guess I'm maybe I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but my wife and I had been married several years, and we had tried to have children, and it didn't work out very well. In fact, it was it was pretty horrible what actually happened when uh, I I believe it was it was my wife's first first pregnancy, and she went through what's called a molar pregnancy. If you're not familiar with what a molar pregnancy is. Um, it's basically where the cells of the baby, they don't ever develop into an actual baby. They just continue to multiply and, and grow. And it's almost like a tumor, um, almost like a cancerous process. 
And so when my wife got pregnant, about four months into her pregnancy, she she ended up getting really big and she was really sore. She started bleeding and we didn't know what was going on. So she went to the hospital and come to find out she had this molar pregnancy. So she never actually had a baby that was growing and developing. It was just a big mass of cells. So they ended up having to do surgery on her. They, they had to take that stuff out of her. And it was really a very stressful, a very... Um, a very sad process in our life and in, um, in our marriage um, but she she was okay afterwards and everything was fine we had to wait about a year or so after that point before we could even try having children again and that was a big a big blow especially for my wife because she really looked forward to being a mom and she wanted to be a mom early on but it didn't work and then and then we had to wait and then after we waited, we went ahead and started going, uh, started trying to have kids again, and it just was not happening. She just would not get pregnant, and we didn't know what was going on. And we were a, we really weren't in a position to like have to go and get all these really expensive tests and so forth. I was still a very early uh, student, uh, especially in chiropractic college. Chiropractic college is 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 pretty vigorous when it comes to scheduling. So we she she was working i couldn't work so we really weren't in a financial position to go and get a lot of expensive tests to find out what was going on but it just happened to be that when we moved into uh the 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 apartments that we lived in while i was going to chiropractic college it just happened to be that the manager that and his wife they were all into natural medicine and so forth and so my wife uh, she would visit with the the wife of the manager and they would talk about uh, different things that Helen could possibly do with like uh, natural herbs and and uh, different mindset uh, processes that she could go through to help her get pregnant. Well, my wife was in a desperate position. She wanted to get pregnant, so she was willing to be open and to listen. Even though this was all brand new and kind of quote-unquote woo-woo stuff to us, she was talking about, you know, being able to use your mind to help your body heal and and also using different herbs and so forth to help your body heal. And we were this was all new to us, and so it was kind of, kind of an odd situation to be in. But my wife was was willing to listen, and um, she started applying a lot of the different tools and principles and so forth that this gal was teaching her. And soon after that, she was able to get pregnant, and we had our first child about five, five six years after we were married. So it was really neat. It was just really cool to see that. Now. I was I, I, I started to kind of get into that whole process of realizing, hey, we can use our thoughts to be able to create a more um, to create the kind of results that we want in our life. And um, and I saw that with my wife being able to she was going through these processes and it was helping her. And uh, but I never really actually grasped a hold on to it really thick and really, really uh, strongly because I was busy in school and I was trying to learn how to be a chiropractor and study and and pass all my tests and so forth. So I, I, I didn't really have uh, the mind space to want to sit down and really learn this stuff at a deep level. And so uh, we we used that at that point. And then it kind of drifted. We kind of drifted away from it a tiny bit. We still were studying a little bit of it and and uh, so forth. But we really didn't start studying it, it more in depth until after chiropractic college. And so we kind of got back into this whole idea of uh, like the law of attraction and mindset training and um, being able to change your body's frequency and your mind's frequency so you're more in match with 
with the frequency of what you want to achieve and so forth. But I, I wouldn't say I ever really got into it really, really deep and became a really deep student of it. And you probably understand that, that if you just kind of dabble in certain information, whether that be inside your job or with health or with fitness or whatever it might be, if you just kind of dabble in it, you don't really get the full effect of those teachings and that education in your life. You, you might see some really neat things happen here and there, but if you only dabble in it, it's just not going to be the full force, the full uh, results that you could get by applying that education. Well, so I started practice, and I had been in practice for about three and a half years or so. And I had, uh, for the first year of practice, I had my own little practice going on that I was trying to build and develop. And at the same time, I was working with another chiropractor, and he was helping me to be able to get things set up in my office properly and and uh, as I filled in for him in certain times of, of his office. And so that I, I really started to develop kind of a sense of what it was like to create a really successful business because the chiropractor I was working for for the first year of practice, he, is super, he was super successful. He had some great systems down in his in his office and patients loved him and he had great technique and he got great results and so I, I figured since I'm following this guy and I'm doing the things that he's already he's already seen that are successful I'm gonna apply that into my own office and I started doing that um, and then I also had another chiropractic mentor who was really helping me out to be able to get in the right um, uh, get in the right mode of being a small business owner and it, it was great I really appreciate these mentors that I had and they really showed me how to run an effective business. Unbeknownst to me, though, I didn't realize that I was missing a really big part of running a healthy, successful business. And that was my own attitude, my own beliefs, my own mindset about, uh, about money and about working with people and about running a healthy, successful business and, and so forth. All these different things that I didn't really understand that actually played a big part of running a healthy business. It wasn't just about having the right systems, but you also had to have the right mindset. And so I started really applying all this this uh, information that these mentors gave me, and uh, practice was kind of growing, and I, I realized that at the very beginning that my practice wouldn't, it probably wouldn't explode right off of the bat, and within a few months I would be making a million dollars a year, that type of thing. I, I realized that it would it would take some time to build a business, but I thought that within at least, within about six months or so, I should have a really good practice. It's, it's a consistent practice, a solid practice. I should be bringing in some good finances, uh, some good money, some good prosperity. I should be able to be in a position where I can uh, move, uh, move into a, a nice home for my family and I, and so forth. Well. Go forward about two more years from that year mark where I really started to, uh, when I stopped my mentoring with these these chiropractors, I really thought that, okay, by this point, I've been in practice for three years now, I really should be succeeding. I really should be having a really good uh, practice, a really consistent practice, and I didn't. I did not have a consistent practice. I would see some spikes where patients would come in, and then all of a sudden, I would be in lows where patients weren't coming in. Then I'd see some spikes where I'd have some good insurance checks come in and so forth, and then lows when no money was coming in at all. And we actually, during that three-year period of the beginning of my practice, we ended up having to move into government-subsidized housing. I just wasn't bringing in any money. 
And so we were in a position where we we had to have someone else pay for our housing. So we actually lived in a really small apart, apartment and I didn't have the money to pay rent. And so thank goodness at this period of my life there was the this blessing of being able to live in this housing where our rent was being paid for us. Or else I, I'm not sure what we would have done at that point. Um, and then we were also on food stamps. We we did not have enough money to be able to get the food that we needed for our family. Um, luckily, I was I was bringing in enough finances that we could uh, pay for like gas so I could get to uh, get to work and so forth. Um, luckily, we had a car that was paid off at that time, and it and it was running well. So I was really grateful for that blessing. Uh, but but really, that was that was what all we had. We just had the one car, and my wife was at home with our kids. And I think by this time of being three years into practice, I think we had three ch children at this point. And, um, and it was really stressful, to say the least. I just did not know if, you know, how things were going to go. I didn't know if we were going to have enough uh, money to be able to buy the gas that we needed. Um, and I, I was stressed out all the time. And it, it just, it was, it was horrible. It was a horrible time period because... I just didn't feel stable and I I was I was so I felt angry too. I felt angry resentful because I felt like hey, I put in the time to get my degree. I put in the time to be able to learn how to run a small business. I put in the time to be able to learn uh these different methods from these really successful chiropractors. I've done studying. I I'm doing my marketing. I'm doing everything I've been told. Why am I not succeeding? And I was so so frustrated. And I remember, still to this day, sitting in my practice, or sitting in my office, and I had no patience there. I had my computer open, and I was looking at my finances and my checking account because it was time to pay off all these different bills that I had for the business. And it was time for rent due, and I had some um, payments on some lease of equipment that I had gotten early on. And... I looked into my account and I remember seeing about $1,400 in my account. That's all I had. And I had probably probably like three to $4,000 worth of payments that needed to be made within that week. And I remember looking at my computer and I just started crying. Uh, in fact, I get a little emotional when I think about it now. That's interesting. Um, I remember... I remember crying because I remember feeling, goodness, <laughs> I didn't know it was still in there. Apparently, this is uh, this is one of the reasons why I needed to 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 say this. But I remember, I remember how desperate I felt in that very moment. And I remember feeling so desperate because all I could all I could see at this point was that I was going to lose my practice. I was going to be a complete failure at running the practice. And I remember thinking, okay, um, well, luckily we've got government subsidized housing and food. At least we've got that. And I won't have money to drive anywhere. I won't have a practice. So I'll just, I guess, I'll just go home and and uh sit around and do nothing i mean I, I felt so down i felt so low and i felt so desperate at that moment 
But I remember having this spark kind of hit me in that moment. And uh, I had some memories go back to, hey, do you remember all of that stuff you learned about like mindset, law of attraction, getting yourself in a place where you can actually, um, uh, getting your getting your mind in the right place. You might have everything in your outside right and perfect with your practice and marketing and so forth, but where is your mind at? And I remember in that little moment, all of a sudden feeling a little bit of hope and thinking, okay, Okay, maybe maybe I can go back to some of my old to some of that old training that I had about mindset and vibration and law of attraction and so forth and so on. Maybe I can start applying that. And so there were two major things that I did from that very moment of desperation. <clears throat> Excuse me. One was I made the decision that I was going to stop thinking about myself and stop being so selfish about my situation and I was gonna find a way to start serving and so what I did is that I actually started I, I used my Thursday mornings I believe and I dedicated my time to actually work for my church in in our temples and so uh, for for our temples to be able to run smoothly we have to have volunteers and so I went ahead and volunteered for a morning shift on a Thursday to be able to work in the the temple and the help with the work that we did inside there and so I said okay I'm gonna dedicate myself and and some of my time at least once a week to just serving I'm gonna forget about myself and just go serve and so and then the second thing that I did is that I decided okay I'm gonna wake up an hour earlier than I usually do and I'm gonna use that time to just work on my mindset work on my beliefs about money <clears throat> work on my beliefs about business, work on my beliefs about my patients, work on my beliefs about myself, get my self-confidence up, get my self-value up, and I I, um, I had a plan in place of what I was going to do during that hour time. I was also going to dedicate some time to just connect with my higher power, connect with God, and I was going to use that hour to just connect and to, and to train. That's what I was going to do. <clears throat> Excuse me again. And so that's what I did. And so as I did that, within a month, month and a half, things turned around. Now, I, I don't remember at all what happened with the fact that I only had like $1,400 in my account and I had like $3,000 worth of, of uh, bills and stuff due in a week. I, 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 remember, I remember being able to pay things off. I don't remember exactly what happened. I know sometimes people have these awesome experiences where they're like, yes, and I started doing with all of this stuff, and within a week I had this $3,000 check just come out of nowhere that I didn't know. No, I don't remember any of that kind of stuff happening. But I do remember that things were taken care of. And I also remember that within a month, there was a drastic change in my practice. I had patients that were coming back that hadn't been there for months. I had these checks that I had been waiting on. These these checks for like different uh, insurance cases finally came through, uh, and and I started to attract people that wanted to help me build my business. And so I had people coming into my life that were giving me ideas and ways to be able to connect with people that I'd never thought about. And I I started having patients arrive that were ready for the work that I could uh, give them, ready to be able to receive the services that I had to give them. And things just started to come together. And I even remember, I can go back and look at my financial charts. It, 
um, around that time. It was just, it's amazing how just like the first three years, I was just up and down, up and down, up and down. And I, I, I stayed at a certain level of income, even within that up and down. But within that time period where I really dedicated myself to serving and forgetting myself and also dedicating to improving and training my mind, within a month, things turned around. And they've been that way since. You know, I, I have had some downs, and we, we know that just happens naturally with with business and so forth, but I've never been in a place where I felt like I was I had to be in that desperation mode again. And and so that's that that has got to be the moral of this whole story is that desperation can actually be a very powerful force in our lives. So if you're in a place right now where you're feeling completely desperate, well, there's super, it's, this is actually a good place because there is some hope there. All you have to do is look for it. That hope can come through that desperation. And even if it seems like the most ridiculous thing that is giving you hope in this place of desperation right now, take action on it. You know that when I when I had that desperation moment and that little piece of hope came through that desperation, there was definitely a part of me that was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, going to change my mind. Oh, that's going to bring in more money. Oh, that's cool. No. I I was desperate enough that I took the opportunity to make change right there. Now, if you're in a place in your life where things are a struggle and yet you feel like you're not quite in that desperation mode anyways, I want you to just open your mind to the fact that there are probably little tiny things of inspiration that you've been given that you've probably put to the wayside that you need to go take action on. And if you can't remember what they are, that's okay. Be open to receive that inspiration of how you can get out of your current situation, how you can change your current situation. Because it's there. I've seen it over and over and over again, not just in my life. What I, The story that I just related to is, is just one period of just like dramatic change for me. And then I've had little tiny uh, um, spots in my life where I've had that change. I didn't actually get to that point of desperation because I now understand at this point how important it is to constantly be training your mind, constantly be changing and tra- uh, training your beliefs and so forth because there's a lot of layers there for all of us when it comes to our beliefs with like money, relationships, health, uh, um, wellness, and so forth. And uh, you'll never be done. You'll never be done with this process of improving yourself training yourself, train and changing changing your life. Even if you get to a point where everything is perfect in your life, there's always going to be something that's going to come up to make you realize that there's still something that needs to be changed. So be open for change. Be open for change on a regular basis and and I'll many many times I have found that if you can always be open for that change, you won't ever have to be put into that desperate place. You won't ever have to be put in that place of desperation to make changes in your life. So if you can be open to that constant change in life, no matter where you're at, then most likely you will not be put in that place of desperation. Now, everyone, everyone's situation is different, and maybe there will be a point in your life where you will need to be put in that place of desperation for you to make a, the level of change that you need to make. Maybe you're not making the level of change that you need to make, and so that level of desperation is going to show up for you. But you can consider it now a, a blessing. You can consider that moment of desperation a blessing because it's going to help push you to the next level that you need to go into your life. So that that's the story. 
that's the principle. I hope that, that that makes sense for you. I hope that the the one person out there that really needed to hear this got this today. And so and so again, be open to change on a regular basis and be grateful for those times of desperation in your life cuz that time of desperation can be that time to really help you move up and level up, upgrade your life to the next level. So, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact us. You can always contact us on the email that's on the podcast description. Um, If you don't have the podcast description in front of you, you can always email me at drjoe at mypowercompass.com. That's drjoe at mypowercompass.com. And then also, if if you're in a place where you feel like you're stuck, you need that extra help, you need that, that, that extra encouragement, whatever it is, I offer a free consultation with me. Feel feel free to take up take me up on that offer. All you have to do is go to www.mypowercompass.com. Oh, sorry, actually the link's been changed. Let me erase that. It's actually just mypowercompass.com forward slash apply. So that's mypowercompass forward slash apply. And if you go to that page, then you'll be able to get a booking link and then you can schedule Uh, that free consult with me and during that consult we'll just talk about some things that maybe we can do to to help you move forward to help you understand what you need to to change and if you happen to be in a place where this is the right time to work with me then we can talk about that too during our call but other than that have a great great wonderful energy rich day this is dr joe kipo helping you to create greater vision direction and achievement mastery in your life until next time If you are interested in scheduling a personal mentoring session with Dr. Joe, then email us at the email on the podcast description or call us at 801-607-2599.